welcome to the Straight Cut. My name's Steve Garland. I am Aaron Shuttleworth. And we are coming to you from West End Cigars in Little Rock, Arkansas. Back for another episode. You ready, Aaron? Uh, hell yeah! That's right. I'm ready. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Got a uh, special guest with us tonight, Mr. Dougie Fresh. Yes, hello guys. I'm glad to be back. Thank y'all for having me. <laughs> that was like super professional. So, so formal. <laughs> I'm a formal guy. If you know me, I'm a very... So this, really. th- so this is a spur of the moment guest. It is spur of the moment. Um, I was just here hanging out, and you guys asked me to come on, so here I am. Well, so the reason we think you should be on this is what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of our favorite things in a in a format of if you could only pick one of this, yeah. what would it be? And we think your answers are going to be entertaining. So some nice. Desert Island stuff going on. That, that will be fun. I think. Yeah, I will, I'll be very interested in both of you guys' answers, and uh, hopefully my answers will be as entertaining. I hope so. But before we get into that, um, this week we are smoking the uh, Christoph Lajero Criollo in the Lancero size. Uh, newer cigar to our humidor, um, one I've smoked quite a few of, though. And Aaron, I know you're a big Lancero guy. Yeah, I'm a big Lancero guy. I haven't had this one yet. Um, very, very good. Nice spice coming off the very beginning of it. I'm pretty sure I've had the other size of this one, but just not yeah, the Lajero. The Toro, or the Robusto, or the Robusto, Matador. yeah. I, I have had the Matador. Yes, I, I, I've had that one. Um, but this one I'm really looking forward to because, I'm, like I said, or you said, I'm a big Lancero fan. So this yeah. is just uh, it's going to be a real nice one to uh, talk about throughout the episode. And, Doug, you're not much on Lanceros. I am not, but I just lit this up. And I got to tell you, I've not had I've had this cigar, but not in the Lancero size. I'm not a Lancero guy. I don't know. I'm a half inch into the cigar, and I'm really impressed. Uh, I'm real big on the burn and the draw of a cigar. This cigar is burning excellent. The draw is incredible. I have a lot of thick smoke fill in my mouth. Definitely a little uh, sweet, spicy notes going on. We'll, we'll get into the blend and all that later. So, but this is this is really nice. This is our first question, all right? right? If you had to cut your cigar with something other than a cutter for the rest of your life, what would that one item be? Hmm. It cannot be an official cutter. Not an official cutter. It cannot no. be a cigar cutter. Cigar cutter. It cannot be a any other cut. item. It cannot be a cigar punch. Any type of any type of official cigar accessory. I'm going to go uh, like a Dewalt chop saw since I use one. Every damn day. What? Yeah. How would you cut your cigar? You'd tear all of them. Nah, w- not with the blades I use. Nah. Hey, if the you car- cut, the you car- cut past the cap. No, nah, I, I am I am precision. I'd have to see that. With my stuff. I got to see that. You know, what, you know what I might do? I might film that this week at my shop. Just seeing a... I'll, yeah. cut, I'll cut a cigar when with, my, with my you film you chopping your finger off. I, I still got all <laughs> well, the... T- I, well, you to start film. I got all 10 digits still. So. <laughs> I want you to film... All right, here's... I want you to film what I would do. Okay. I want you to put the cigar upright uh-huh. in a vice grip. Now, I want you to get a samurai sword. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I want you to come at that cigar like nothing you've ever seen before and cut the cap off. Uh, I don't know if I could do that, but I'll try That's it. That's crazy. A samurai sword? Samurai sword. So that would be my gonna, choice. Yeah. That's your samurai? choice? Samurai sword. All right, what about you? Uh, I mean, I think the logical thing would be a, a pocket knife, but if I'm going to do something crazy... Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going with like a. Oh, I got it. I'm going with the James Bond shoe with the knife in the in the toe, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they get that challenge going on right now where they're kicking the the, the, the bottle cap challenge. Yeah. Did you That's see the girl with. throwing the uh, softball? No. Okay, today I saw a video of a girl throwing the softball 
I've at, seen a girl water, throw a softball. At the, it was the water bottle challenge oh. with the cap. Really? She apparently, I mean, you could tell by her form, she is a softball pitcher. Was it she underhand? threw the softball at the bottle, the bottle cap, I guess. I mean, it grazed the cap. And the cap came spinning off the bottle. It's incredible. You got to look somebody it up holding against. it. No, it was in some kind of stand. Okay. And it looked like she was regulation distance from the softball yeah, like mound to, to the plate. plate. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I had to watch it four or five times to make wow. sure it was real. That's interesting. Yeah. There's been some good ones. Yeah. Somebody. So um, last week when we or Friday since me trove and Patty did the uh, the death nut and everything and yeah. I and I said, all right, now I want you know hear from people out there what you want us to see us do somebody said the bottle cap challenge i don't know if any one of us could get our leg up that high with you know <laughs> holding the bottle so yeah, i don't think so yeah, without pulling something like we exercise but man yeah. pull your no, leg up like that no I'm, I'd, I'd pull something oh your hip would pop I'm out done. immediately i'd be in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> i can't do i that. don't think i could yeah you'd have to hold it like waist high no because i'd <laughs> you know you you end up kicking you in the hand you know, say you get kicked by me so many times you'd be like all right i'm done Oh, no, you only get one attempt at it. That's why it's called a challenge. You only get one try. Well, speak, anyway. Yeah. It was just like those death nuts. You got one peanut. That sucked. No, there was five. Yeah. But you only ate one. Well, no, I... So and then I, another. So, <laughs> well, I, I, ate, I ate the... When there was more than... So, Trove and Patty took one. I took the remainder. That sucked. It was horrible. Yeah. I'm impressed. It, was it as bad at 2.30 in the morning as the Pocky Chip? Yes. So, it still had the same thing where, like... Like we Felt got like we got home at about midnight and we we filmed at eight. So yeah. I mean four hours later, dude, my stomach was just solid. Yeah. It was just Oh yeah. It was bad. I watched that video and you guys about halfway through, every single one of you were wearing hats. <laughs> about halfway through everybody started adjusting their hats. I was like, Yeah, those guys are getting a little warm right now. It it was bad. Yeah. I, I don't know which one was worth worse, um, you know, the the chip that you and I did or that. Either way, I was just it was rough. I'm yeah. glad it's over, but I'm glad I did it, but glad I'm not in the hospital also. Yeah. So next is the uh, that chocolate bar. Have you seen that thing? Yeah. So Ryan was actually saying, you know, he wants to do the, the chocolate bar with me. So I was like, all right, so, I'll do it. I don't remember what it's called, but there's like 20 little squares of chocolate, right? You eat them a minute. A minute You apart. eat one, wait a minute, eat another one, right? So the most anybody has done is 12. Yeah. Nobody's made it through the whole thing. <clears throat> And it's like uh, nine million Scoville a, a bar or per a, a nugget. Yeah. yeah. But but don't you think the the chocolate bar itself would help kind of tone down? There's the, not enough chocolate. Yeah. There's you yeah. don't think so? Uh-uh. There's not enough. It's cocoa small. In there it's going to have that creamy chocolatey. No, it's it's just, small. It's it's like uh, it's like the size of two Zippo lighters. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's really small. small. Wow. Maybe a little bigger than that. Okay. It's, it's like Once it's again, like I'm out. Yeah. It's like yeah. a deck of cards, <laughs> but. Maybe I'm I'm still thinking about that one. That one I that one would be, when when we, there's nobody's has any video I've seen where nobody has com- completed it. No, I mean I don't know if I could do that. I saw one video and these guys eat hot stuff regularly for yeah. their YouTube channel and they made it through three squares <laughs> and they were like <laughs> I can't touch it. And this one guy had a, a half gallon of ice cream and he was sticking his tongue in the ice cream. <laughs> oh, so before everybody started licking the damn <laughs> yeah, ice cream like yeah. they're doing now. Yeah, this guy's the originator of that. <laughs> Millennials. He's not a millennial. <laughs> These guys are like forty. Oh, they're getting pushing it. Yeah. Is it is it those those big army dudes? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. So we've got a list of things we're going to talk about. Um, with if you could only get one. So 
I think the first one, being that we're a cigar podcast, needs to be, if you could smoke one cigar the rest of your life, what's the one cigar you would pick? Mm. I don't know, Aaron. You want to go first? <sighs> yeah, I'll go first. I think, wait, go ahead. You know, I think... <clears throat> it can be something from th- the past as well. I think the easy answer would be the Johnny. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go probably with, like, the Padrone 1964 Maduro, because it's just... What size? Uh, I like the uh, Principe. The size. little short guy? Yeah, the little short yeah. one. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that'd probably be my one. Doug? Uh, yeah, so I think I'm going with the Oliva V Maduro. Oh, wow, mm. that's an interesting one. You guys know I'm a Maduro guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like a cigar. I like my cigar to burn well, draw well. I like a good thick smoke. But most of all, I like my cigar to taste like the dirt it was grown in. Yeah, you do. You like that. that, that yeah, I like that dirty, chocolatey type cigar. And I've always, the Oliva V Maduro, to me, I describe it as dirty chocolate. That's dirty the, chocolate. It's the best way for me to describe it. It's got a great smoke feel. It's the thick smoke. Sounds disgusting. Oh, come on. <laughs> the way you're describing oh, it. it. It's it's incredible. No, I mean, just cigar smokers dirty. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Earthy, you know, but it, it, it's like the it's like the soil it was grown in. Well, yeah. you, you and I, we like that mothball taste yeah so it's just i, the old I, I know what you're talking about it's yeah. such a terrible description of that but it, it's, it, it's, it's a just musty. an old yeah old, musty. Old yeah. Book. i mean how much better is it to say musty yeah but you see when i think of musty i think of like football and you're just dirty you just, just stink no that's not musty okay it's the difference between let's talk about fruit a fruit that is green as opposed to like a fruit apple. that is mature so okay. i like that more mature deep Rotten. <laughs> no, not rotten. Not, not rotten. Dirty chocolate. Dirty chocolate. Dirty chocolate. It's just odd. Yeah, I think if if I could pick anything, I, I think I'm with you. I'd pick the Johnny Tobacco Night. Yeah. Right? But if I was picking something like current, um, it'd be hard to go against that Padron. But um, I would probably take the Tatuaje Cajonu 2012 Sumatra mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I nice. love that cigar. It's something you can smoke any time of the day, right? Yeah. Nice. So, it's spectacular. I mean, you can light up a 64 the first of the day, too. I yeah, mean, if you, you can. Just, if you just like drinking gasoline. Yeah, if you got that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. All right. Um, next one is going to be you get one lighter. So, pick any lighter. You only get to use that one lighter the rest of your life. Um, Zycar ELX. That's a good one. I like that lighter. Yeah, ELX. Same for you? Same for me. Wow. Yep. I love my DuPont. Defy Extreme. Ooh, it's a single sweet. flame. It is awesome. It's the best lighter out there. Well, you're a classy guy. I mean, I mean, a guy that's going to go with a knife coming out of his shoe to cut his, like James Bond, that's to right. cut his cigar. He's got to go with a DuPont. I mean, it's very James Bondish. Yeah. I tell you what. I, well, they I, have a James Bond series that I yes, would love to do. have. But 007. Man, it's so expensive. Well, I like that Zippo that I use because it has the yeah. insert, but I just like that old school... That Zippo ding. But I guess you could get that with the DuPont, the yeah. the Sound of oh, yeah. Money one. Yeah. yeah there's, there's another one. Um, so a shop I've gone to quite a few times when I was younger, they have this lighter where um, it's like a box that sits on the table, and then it has this long stem that comes up, and a uh, it's like an electrical spark. Like a current. Right? So when, when you run 
the piece of metal um, across the, the little prong, it sparks it and lights it. Hmm. Um, and it is one of the coolest lighters I've ever seen. I offered the guy $500 for it, and he wouldn't take it. It is sweet. Well, I wonder what something like that retails for. Oh, it, they don't make them anymore. You can get, like, remakes of them, people that have, like, redone them. This is an original. So is it like a giant, like, Tesla coil, almost? Kind of. It's not Tesla, because that would come from the atmosphere. It runs off of a battery or, okay. or power source of some sort. But, yeah. Did you, um, did you see that Little Rock this weekend had the world's biggest yeah. Tesla coil? Yeah, like, I didn't know it was here. I would have gone and see it. I don't know either. Like, I've been cool to, like, get as close as you can to see maybe if you could, like, light up a cigar with that no. thing. <laughs> you burn your face <laughs> off, Aaron. Especially you with all that hair. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that would be cool. And then the lighter they had at IPCPR that runs off of water, that was pretty sweet. It's like $73,000 for that so, thing. So tell me about that, Steve. I, I don't quite understand how a lighter runs off of water. So it has basically um, a reservoir that you just put water in, right? Any okay. water. And then it has basically a hydrogen fuel cell inside of it. And so it draws the hydrogen out of the water and burns it. And it's nice. a clear flame. Like, you can't even see it. You can see the heat signature coming right. off of it, but you can't see the flame. So That's what they cool. would do is put um, salt on the part where the flame comes out, right. and it would cause it to burn orange so that you could tell there was a flame there. Right. But yeah, it was a $73,000 DuPont lighter. Yeah. Once again, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I've been out three times so far this podcast, guys. <laughs> Just to be clear, Doug is out. <laughs> All right, what about uh, cutter? You only get to pick one cutter. I'll go with the, uh, I'm going to say the name wrong, so you might have to hook me up on that one. It's the Calibri uh, Kassar, the the cube that has. Quasar? Quasar, that has the straight cut. I think cut that's how you say I'm not totally cut. sure. Yeah, that one. That one is pretty cool. It lo- I mean, it looks like the uh, it looks like the little cube. It's a from, cube, yeah. From like uh, Pinhead. I don't you know, know what that, that is. That horror movie. I don't really watch horror movies. Well. Has that? My wife hates them, so we never watch them. Uh, yep. So I'm going Zycar Xi1. Yeah, I'm with you. I Doug. love it. Uh, sharp blade, clean cut. Yeah. Um, it's easy to cut. I mean, that blade is so sharp on that thing. So yeah, Xi1. Yeah, I'm with you. I carry an Xi1. I've got like three of them. Um, so I carry one every day. Absolutely love it. So to me, that's the best cutter on the market. Um, Do you have a favorite Xi1? Yeah, it's uh, the SNS exclusive one that we got in the kit a couple years ago. Okay. Um, it's red. On one side it says Saints, the other side it says Sinners um, in white. And so it's just really cool. So I like the uh, the Day of the Dead one, that limited release. Yeah, yeah, those, the, that's a sweet set. From the It was a, it was a graf, graf, graffiti artist from KC that was yeah. commissioned to do that stuff. So, that, I mean, I think we all have one of those. Those are all I did, I don't sweet. have one. I didn't get one. Because we had customers that wanted them, and I'm a team player, um, unlike you guys. Nope. <laughs> they came the out of the box, and I think we were all like, oh, I want that one. <laughs> and they were all gone before we even bought any. All right, so what about if you could pick one company, and you only get to smoke cigars out of their line? What's that one company? Oh, man, that's tough. That is tough. I would like to go two companies. You only get one. <laughs> I would like seven. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got to narrow it down between Oliva and Drew Estate. You still said two companies. <laughs> so I'm going to narrow it down between the two, though, my man. Uh, we're going to go with, God, it's so tough. Doug's a rule breaker. I am a rule breaker. <laughs> All right, I'm going Drew Estate. 
Yeah. Drew they got State, a ton of good stuff. Just because of the uh, undercrown and the league of lines, I've, I've got to go with Drew State. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, how about you? Uh, Viaje. Wow. Yep. I'm a See, big Viaje. So I have my own humidor with just Viaje stuff in it. Well, the problem with Viaje is that you will get most of that once. I know. And so you have to find something new. Like I, I Which sm- keeps it interesting, oh, yeah. right? Because you get new cigars coming out all the time. But it does suck if you find a favorite and you just can't get it. Yeah, like, I mean, I smoked one today that I that is a super limited release that I've never had before. And it was awesome. I loved it. And then I was doing some research on it and just saw how extremely limited it is. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to smoke any more of what I got for a while. All right, if I had to pick one, I would probably pick Tatuaje. But there's a trick to this, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick my father because they make... So many cigars for other people <laughs> that it, it would include all that, right? Oh, that's that's cheating the system. That's cheating. I'm not allowed to do yeah, that. That's cheating, bro. Okay. I'll you take Tatuaje. Brand name. Alright, if I had to pick one, I would I would take Tatuaje. That's like saying if you, you can pick one farm where it comes from or one plant or yeah. whatever. Well, I'll take Tatuaje. Yeah. Man, I'm sorry, no, guys. Great Gosh. choice. <laughs> Way to go, Steve. Tatuaje people, Steve Garland. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about if you had to watch one movie. You could never watch another movie in your life. You only get one choice. What movie is it? Rocky. Which one? First one, Rocky. Nice. That's a good movie. Acting's not great, but yeah. Rocky. (laughs) He wrote that while he was living in his car. Yes, Rocky. Okay, we get it. What's the name of the movie? (laughs) Rocky. Okay. (laughs) Oh, goodness. What'd you uh, I'm probably going to take uh, one of the James Bond movies. Um, you got 24 to choose from. No, there's a bunch of them. Probably, probably Dr. No. The original. Yeah, it's a great movie. Phenomenal movie. Sean Connery's timeless. Sean Connery. Yeah. Dr. No. Oh, it's the only, only Bond, man. So you're a Connery guy. <laughs> no, I, he's my favorite. Who's the latest guy that did Bond? Uh, um, Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Yeah, probably my favorite Bond. He's really good. Yeah, he's good. He Casino really Royale good. is a, was a great Bond. That movie. was a phenomenal movie. Spectre was good too. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Um, I mean, my favorite movie is Swingers, <laughs> but <laughs> it's so random. I, I love that movie. Um, but I'm have to. I probably have to go with like. Uh, I want to go the the Godfather movie that they made where they combined all three movies into one. Oh yeah. So it's like a seven hour long yeah. movie. That's a good one. Oh, you're talking about The Sopranos. No. <laughs> <laughs> have you not seen it? So they, they I have not. So they, no, they put everything in chronological order. They put order. everything in chronological order. So it starts in the middle of movie two, yeah. and then it goes to movie one, and then it jumps back to movie two, and then goes back to number one, and then it finishes well, with number three. Because there's all these flashbacks of in, two. The, in two and three, right? They have a lot of flashbacks of his younger life. Mm-hmm. Um and so they put all that first, and then it goes back into the first movie, and then the rest of the second movie, and then the third movie. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Sounds sounds yeah. interesting. So they cut out the parts that overlap, um, and then took the parts that were flashbacks and put them at the beginning. So it's pretty cool. And it's and it's seven and a half hours long. Yeah, it's really long. I mean, it's a wow. super long movie. All right, what about um, TV show? You only watch one TV show, and you can't pick Sports Center because that doesn't count. <laughs> Um, Do we need to exclude anything sports related? No, no. I'm gonna go uh, the office. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I love The Office. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm probably going to go Happy Days. Ooh. Well, you, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm... Hey! hey, hey. <laughs> right, right. You know, the Fonz, all those guys. You know, Richie... Big Al. Big Al. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm showing my age here. Um, but I'm, I'm 56 years old, so, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm showing my age. Happy days all the way. The Fonz was the coolest thing in the world growing up. Yeah. yeah the Fonz and Elvis, coolest guys ever. Did you ever kick a jukebox to see if you, you could get it to change? Dude, I didn't just kick a jukebox. I kept places in business feeding the money I put in those jukeboxes. So, I would probably take The Sopranos. Great show. The ending is what it is. You I know, like the Some ending. people like it, some people yeah. don't. I didn't mind it that much, but um, there's enough episodes of that. You could watch it over and over yeah. and over and over. Um, the Office is a very close second, though. That's like one of those ones where you can just have in the background. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, Sopranos, you got to pay a little more attention to. The mm-hmm. Office, you could watch anytime. So the, with The Office, though, I've never actually finished it. Because I always oh, yeah, stop. The last season. I always stop at like season eight whenever michael left yeah and i just never I, I don't, office is funny love that show that would rank up there sopranos is something that i have just started watching yeah i'm on uh season three right now okay so really really liking that show a lot so we shouldn't tell you who dies then no don't tell me who <laughs> dies spoiler yeah. on a show that's been been over for 10 years <laughs> yeah i'm I'm behind a little bit. These guys tell me I'm behind on a lot of things. Oh, you haven't seen Fight Club? Come on. Wait, you yeah. haven't seen Fight Club? No, well, I finally he watched finally it. He finally did. I made him watch it. You know, Steve. And then every, he didn't like it. I didn't say I didn't like yes, it. Yes, you did. I you said, meh. Yeah, I said, meh. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Yeah, if you that said, doesn't mean I didn't like it. No, okay, okay. There was a lot of hype. A if, lot if of hype you say, up. And I didn't see all the hype when I watched the movie. Good movie, but eh. If you ask me how is that cigar, and I say, eh, what does that mean to you? Yeah, we had this discussion the other day. That doesn't mean you don't like it. That just means it's all right. And so, yeah, the Fight Club to me was just all right. That's a that's a classic, man. It's not just all right. That's a good movie. Yeah, it was okay. Ugh. I, would I watch it again? Doug, no. Did show. I dislike need- it? No. <laughs> you're done. Am I glad I watched it? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right, well, let's touch back on the cigar here. We're all about halfway through, I guess. Mm-hmm. Really good. So this uses a Honduran Criollo wrapper, uh, Dominican and Honduran minor and filler. Um, they're all original Cuban seed blends. Um, of course, you know, it is what it is. Cuban seed's kind of one of those mythical things, right? The the seeds have been so regrown and, Germinated and hybridized and... Yeah. and um, there's a few atoms of originality yeah. Cubans, you know, in this. So yeah. I'm impressed. This is a, you did say Honduran wrapper? Yes, Honduran Criollo. I'm not usually a Honduran guy, but this cigar is really nice. Yeah. Honduran. I mean, I'm, I had no idea. I haven't smoked this cigar a lot. Didn't know it was a Honduran wrapper. Yeah. This surprises me. This is a really good cigar. So the interesting part with this blend is that they use double the amount of Lajero leaf of the original Kristoff lines. Uh-huh. Um, and so it has that spice, right? Dominican tobacco for a while kind of had that, you know, stigma of, you know, kind of bland, not really, very good. Really light, airy. Yeah, yeah. LFD kind of changed that, and then Kristoff has changed that big time. Yeah. Um, like that, then, that Kristoff Connecticut, yeah. I think it's Dominican. And, man, that thing is just 
You'd never guess. If you if I gave that to you unbanded and didn't tell somebody what it was, yeah. I mean, they'd be just be blown away by the just the flavor they get off that. Yeah, so they're doing a great job, you know, bringing in a quote-unquote light tobacco into a flavorful, you know, ex- uh, you know yeah. flavor in existence. Christoph's a company. I'm glad. What did we bring these guys in a couple of years ago? Yeah, two, two, maybe three yeah, years. Yeah, I'm really glad we did. Um, before I started working here, I've been smoking Christoph for, I don't know, several years when I was on the road, especially when I was in Texas. They were easy to find. Uh, but, yeah, Christoph is a, a brand that's really done good for the shop here at West End Cigars. You guys get a chance to get your hands on them. Go ahead. Yeah, they're great. Um, so, like I mentioned earlier, this one comes in uh, Criollo and a Maduro. Um, and the sizes, you've got the Matador, which is a 65 by 56 uh, Robusto, which is a 55 by 54 uh, The Torpedo, which is a 6 and a quarter by 52 The Churchill, which is a 7 by 50 And the Lancero that we're smoking is 7.5 by 40 And then the Maduro, same thing. Matador, Robusto, Torpedo, Churchill, Lancero. So all the same sizes. Um, really good. The, the wrapper's nice and oily. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a great looking cigar and a, and a phenomenal smoke. Yeah, it's a it's a really good one. It's definitely I, I smoke a lot of Kristoff. Um, like I said, I've I've never had this Lancero. I can I can definitely see this now since we carry it too and have yeah. it readily available. I can definitely see me smoking this quite often. I mean, the Kristoff line during the football season kind of became the cigar you smoke when you lose a game yeah, up the, here the pissed off he's the loser of a big game had to smoke the pissed off that yeah. was the, that was like you know whenever the chiefs yeah. or cowboys whoever was playing they lost and everybody's like oh got to go get a pissed off now yeah, smoke if your pissed team off. loses you're pissed off you got to smoke a pissed yep. off yeah yep. so we're pairing it with the lost 40 dig the ride tonight uh doug brought this up here it's a ipa really nice and citrusy and it yeah 6.3 abv um nice uh, nice alcohol content to it just that real crispness and that lightness and that that hoppy grapefruitness really yeah. helps with or goes well with the uh, the spiciness spiciness of this cigar yeah it's working it's working well for me i've not heard of this one have you guys heard of this no i've heard 40 of this one. before well lost 40 yeah yeah lost 40 but i've not heard them do dig the ride yeah um i've not had it before i went by lost 40 they had it in the fridge i picked up a six-pack I'm not a big IPA guy, but this one's got a lot. I'm more of a malty guy, but this beer to me seems to have a lot of malt to it. So, yeah, for an IPA. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been getting on IPAs more probably in the last two years. I used I to not, have not. Yeah, I, I used to not like real hoppy stuff, but now it's I'm liking hoppy stuff. Yeah. IPA tastes like medicine to me. Is it is it like grassy to you or just? No, it tastes like um, like medical saline solution. Okay, I can <laughs> that that was so Steve. That, <laughs> yeah, you that response to, was so Steve. You want you want to talk about my quirks? Well, it just doesn't taste good to me. Well, okay. Uh, so here's the thing, right? I I uh, and I'm not bragging when I say this. I have a palate that that picks out flavors very easily, right? He, he's bragging. No, I'm not. Humble brag. It sucks because he's any, bragging. Anything that has like a really strong taste to it that's all i can taste and so like ipas taste like medicine to me right i don't like scotch because all i can taste is that peaty spiciness and Mm -hmm. it's just not good um i don't like fish it's the same thing um so it's it's a common thing with people that have this you know certain type of palate 
these really strong dominant flavors are, are bitter and just unpleasant. And so that's, that's why I don't like it. What do you so get? What it the, boils down to is just like everybody else. Some things you like, some things you don't like. Yeah. But it's specifically like the, the very dominant flavors right, right. That, that do it. Well, what about a, what's cilantro to you? Tastes like soap. Soap, okay. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that, but I like cilantro. I don't like soap. You like soap. the taste of they soap? They taste similar, but I like cilantro. It's disgusting. That's weird, I know. <laughs> that is weird. It's like an Aaron quirk. <laughs> I love cilantro. <laughs> you like soap, too? I've had it. I've had my mouth washed out enough times. Which, which speaking of, I guess so I, have I. I guess I could say I, I almost kind of needed it last night. Yeah. Because I was working at the tattoo shop, and uh, we were had a, had a little bit of a slower night last night at the shop. So we're all just kind of what? There was a, she was at the tattoo shop. No. So okay, here's the okay. Thing. So our tattoo <laughs> shop shares. You know, it's in a shopping center, and right next door is a uh, is a pizza joint that you can just take stuff out of. So we're all standing outside. We're all just kind of smoking and everything, just shooting the shit. And I'm standing behind a pillar, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And I turn the corner, and there's a nun standing right behind me. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, sister. Like, full nun, get up. <laughs> full nun, get up. Heading to the pizza place. Heading to the pizza place. And then one of my other buddies, who's a tattooer, he, he said something else. <laughs> and he turns around, and he was like, was that a nun? I was like, yes, yes, it was. <laughs> Way to go, weird. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because she laughed, and she's like, oh, it's all right, and just walked in and get her pizza place, or to the pizza. <laughs> and I, I just stood there, and I was like, I can't believe I just cussed in front of a nun. <laughs> Not like she hadn't heard it. Oh, yeah. No, it was funny because the guy, the, one of the guys uh, that was out there with me, he was like, man, that just took me back to Catholic school. He, <laughs> he was like, I fully expect her to come out with a ruler now. <laughs> yeah, wrap your knuckles with the ruler. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, um, so back to our questions. All right, if you had to pick one book, you only read one book. Now, are, are y'all readers? Do you like reading? Not really. Okay. I do occasionally, but I don't I don't read books. I, I read through, some uh, magazines, like cigar magazines and, yeah. and, uh, and a lot of online stuff, but I don't read books that often. I like sports books. I like yeah. books on Civil War, World War One, World War II. Um, but if I had to pick one book... For the rest of my life, I would have to say the Bible. Okay. There you go. Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> that would be my book. I mean, it means a lot to me. Yeah. That means a lot to my life and uh, gives me a lot of very good guidance. What about you? I would probably pick one of the James Bond books. Uh, I didn't even know they had books. Yeah. The all the Oh, yeah, yeah. Sir Ian, Ian Fleming. Fleming. Yeah. They're Thomas. all... Yeah. All the movies originated from yeah, a book. Yeah. So, um yeah, I mean, I would pick one of those, and, and they're all good, so it doesn't matter. All the original Ian Fleming ones. Mm-hmm. There's been people write other Bond, yeah, um, and they're not as good. So, uh, I'm gonna go George Orwell, uh, Down and Out in Paris and London. That's my all-time favorite book. Um, it's the story of a tramp who's an English teacher just stuck in Paris, making no money. This is, it's set in like late 1800s, early 1900s. And whenever I just feel shitty about my life, I read that book and I'm like, okay, it's not so bad. <laughs> like it just, it brings me up because it's such a, it's such a sad book almost because he's just down on his luck in Paris then travels back to London and just still the same way. But it's just, it's such a good story throughout the whole thing. It just makes me feel better. Like, okay, what I'm going through ain't so bad. And it's, and it's loosely ba- based off 
his own personal life and everything. Wow. So it's a really good one. If you definitely anybody who is a reader, definitely check that one out. It's really, really good. Awesome. Yeah, I've never read that one. Mm-hmm. It's really good. All right. Um, what about one album, the rest of your life? Got it. Let's hear it. AC, DC, Back in Black. It's a good album. Classic rock and roll. If I'm on by myself on an island or wherever, that's got to be, it's going to keep me in a good mood. Yeah. You know, they sing about women. They sing about rock and roll. They just say it's just good time rock and roll music. So, and that's a classic, timeless rock and roll album. Now, do you want it on the old, like, 45 version? Or do you want, like, what would you rather listen to? Like, an old school record to get the true sound or... Uh, it doesn't matter. ACDC doesn't do anything unless it's loud and in your face. Oh, yeah. And that's just the way they do it. So it doesn't matter if it's on an album, a CD. Um, it doesn't matter. I guess when I bought it, it was vinyl back in the day. Um, I bought the vinyl version of it. So let's go vinyl. <laughs> hey, I, I'm a big vinyl person. I like vinyl. I have a big collection of vinyl. Excuse your hipster. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I left my ban- my, my uh, man bun at home. <laughs> you you could have a man bun. Oh, no. Your hair is long enough. <laughs> t- You're just a different type of hipster. Different. <laughs> Still hipster, though. <sighs> Fine. Drink IPAs. Listen to albums. You got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> you wear Converse. All right. Let's hear what crab core you're going to be taking with you to the, to the island there. <laughs> there, Mr. Aaron. I don't want to say it now. <laughs> Come on. It's going to be <clears throat> Dance Gavin Dance. <laughs> Instant <what>? gratification. <laughs> what the what? I mean, come on, man. So I don't my, even know what you're talking about. So it's my favorite post-hardcore band. The, re- the reason why our logo is what it is is because of this band. Because the, the dude that drew our logo is the one that drew this band. And I was like, oh, that shit is awesome. That's when I asked him to do that. But So, like, one of my tattoos is uh, based off one of their songs called Death of a Strawberry. Death of a Strawberry. Death of a Strawberry. Yeah. So I have what a t- the heck? So I have a tattoo of a strawberry that's stabbed with a knife. Oh, my gosh. So. That's life-changing right there, bro. I know. I mean, it has it has my all-time favorite... <laughs> it has my all-time favorite lyric of any song in, in one of these songs. You know where the, the name the, of the band... the lyric is? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even want to say it. No, I don't. I mean, if you, you, you might, my... you like, it's, it's like you, you might have just seen me coming, but I've kept my, I've, I've kept my eye on you for miles. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah, that is deep. <laughs> <laughs> I, Where did the name Dance Gavin Dance come from? So the original lead singer, it was just something he came up with. It was actually what he wanted to name his previous band. Um, but they went with something else, um, so they just named it. Probably that. a good choice. Yeah, so. <laughs> but they've they've gone through they've gone through. I can't even laugh out loud. Right now. <laughs> they've gone through three uh, lead singer changes, and everybody has their favorite lead singer. Um, to me, the, all three of them are great. They all bring their own dynamic. Are any of them named Gavin? Because that'd be awesome. No, 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 Gavin. Well, but it's Johnny. Tillian and Kurt. That's their. Tillian. That's the, that's the three main guys. My name's Tillian. <laughs> See, this is why I don't like talking about the stuff I like because y'all make fun of me. 
It's just a crazy name, Dance Gavin Dance. Like, yeah. who comes Ooh. up with that? You know, it had to come from somewhere. Ooh, the guy's go, name Gavin. is not Gavin, and he doesn't dance. So yeah. where where did the name come from? It's, just, where, it's I mean, no, it's, it had to come from something. It's just he what, doesn't. You don't just pull that out of thin air. Just yeah, you don't wake up one morning and say, "I'm going to start a band." Dance Gavin Dance. <laughs> yeah, you just I'm gonna start a band called yeah. Dance Gavin Dance. Anyway, be, you need to research that. Bring that back to us in yeah. a future date. This is information we need. I'm looking it up right now, actually. <laughs> All right, so if I was going to pick one, um, I would take the Cadillac 3, um, and it's it's just titled the Cadillac 3 on the album. It's their first one. Oh, yeah. Um, if you guys aren't familiar, it's like a, a southern rock kind of country mix. It's more southern rock. I wouldn't call it quite country, but um, they are a spectacular band. They are awesome live. Um, they got a guy, it's three guys, right? So you've got a drummer, the lead guitar player, and then a guy that plays a lap steel. And he's got two different lap steel guitars that he plays. And so like one's tuned like a bass, the other one's tuned like a electric guitar and they tear it up live. Doug, you went with us to a show. I did go. Um, I had not heard of the Cadillac three and all I, you know, for days I'd heard Steve and one of our customers talking about how awesome this band was yeah. and they were into it and they had seen them live before. So they took me to a show here in Little Rock downtown. And yeah, so now that I saw them live in concert before I'd heard any of their music, I now own four of their albums. Yeah. They're really good. They really rock. They're definitely Southern. Yeah. Um, well, they have and, a song titled I'm Southern. That's the and, first song yeah, on the album. Yeah, it's I'm Southern, <laughs> and, and it's just good time music. Yeah. I mean, it's just really good time. Oh, yeah. Southern rock music. It, it's good stuff. It Check is. Check it out, folks. It's great. It sucks. Whatever. What do you mean it sucks? It's southern rock. So? Yeah. You know how I am with Southern rock. You're just jealous. Like, what? what, 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 what is not what as do, good. What, what do I say about Leonard Skinner? <laughs> You're wrong yeah, Here's that. what you say about Leonard Skinner. We're Leonard Skinner. Our name is not Dance Gavin Dance. <laughs> so, good all, right, point, all right, all right. Good so, point. I, so I looked it up, and in March of 07, it was explained that Johnny Craig came up with the name Dance Gavin Dance and had planned to name his previous band Ghost Runner on Third by that name. <laughs> yeah. But, That's baseball. I know. But that, so it just, I don't know. He, so he planned to call it that. Yeah, he, he planned on naming his first band Ghost Runner on Third, yep. Dance Gavin Dance, but the other band members just went stayed with Ghost Runner on Third. So then when he left that one and created what is now known as Dance Gavin Dance, he just brought that name with it. It still doesn't explain it, really. I don't know. I mean, the guy how just do you go from air? Ghost how, Runner on Third to Dance Gavin Dance? What's the, two, I don't know, what's the correlation? I mean, how do you go from one to the other? I don't know. I'm not Johnny. I don't know. Oh, it's like, how did Cadillac 3 come up with their name? Well, they were originally the Cadillac Black. Okay. And then there was a trademark issue with that, so they had to change it. So there's three guys. And they really like Cadillacs. Yeah, they have multiple songs about a Cadillac. Ca- a Cadillac Cadillac is... It's an, an iconic... An, 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 all right, Aaron, you're an from... An ACDC Rolex no, Power? Aaron, Aaron you're, you're from Kansas City. I've been... I grew up... I was born in Nashville, Tennessee. I grew up in Arkansas. I've been in the South my whole life. Cadillac... And being Southern, there's a big correlation yeah. right there. It's a, a huge, huge correlation between Cadillacs and the South. Yeah. It's an iconic car. It's just an icon. Cadillac in general. It's an expensive car that breaks down a lot. That's what I know of Cadillac. Whatever. Has. It's an expensive car that Southern people like. And there's three guys in the band. 
<laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, so if you could only pick one alcohol the rest of your life, what would that be? Beer, Jim, beer excluded. Uh, Jim, Jim, beer excluded. Yeah, Jim Beam Black Label Bourbon. Okay. There you go. Boom. Jim Beam. Uh, beer excluded. So beer can't be. You cannot pick beer. I'm not really a liquor drinker. Um, okay, you can pick beer, Aaron. Well, no, I'll go with um, Dewar's. I like Dewar's. Yeah. What was that last so I, so I got onto Dewar's because of Swingers. Oh, God. Because that's what he would always order. <laughs> and so when I finally yeah. became drinking age. Yeah. And they're like, what do you want? I was like, I want a Dewar's on the rocks. And then I had it. I'm like, okay, I see what they're talking about. <laughs> so I would take uh, Ron Zacapa, uh XO. It's a rum. It Ron's is my. Ron who? Zacapa. Zacapa. Ron Zacop. Don't you know that? Ron no. Zacapa. <laughs> Ron Zacapa. That's that guy I used to run from when I was a kid. Ron. Ron Zacapa. Zacapa. Y'all need to take off Ron Zacapa. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> you born in the 20s? <laughs> I've been watching The Sopranos. <laughs> oh my gosh. When's the last time you heard somebody say Kappa? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Too much fun. My stomach's hurting. Did he then pull out a gun out of a violin case? I don't know, but all I know is Ron Zacapa. <laughs> What's here, see? All right, so last question. Um, if you could pick one meal the rest of your life, you get one meal. Oh, man. It's going to be a tough one. Now, is it... <clears throat> so it can be anything like a famous restaurant can make it. It could be whatever. Yeah. You don't have to make it. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with... Oh, the dirty laundry restaurant, or what's it called? Well, I haven't, I haven't, the, not the dirty laundry. God, the French laundry. French laundry, sorry. Um, no, I haven't, I haven't had the French laundry meal yet, so I can't say that, but even though I know it will be amazing, I'm going to go with Marielle's carnitas that she makes. She makes some fire carnitas. That sounds good. That does sound good. Oh my God, it's so good. Like, she'll always ask me, she's like, what do you want for dinner this week? And I'll usually say, we do carnitas because she makes so much of it. And, like, you just eat that stuff, you know, for a week. And yeah, you can awesome. turn it into tacos or turn it into something. But yeah. she made it for me when she first uh, moved here from California. And it's the best one she's ever made. She's having, she stole your heart. She hasn't, yeah, she hasn't, she hasn't been able to, to mimic it. And every time she makes it, it's always great. But it's like, it's just not, it's not <laughs> like the first one you made. But she's a, she's a great cook. And she, but she's like a, she considers herself a pantry chef, so she yeah. doesn't do recipes. She just throws stuff together, and yeah. it, it's always amazing. But it's like that first one that she made. Oh my god, it was just, it was like charred bits of just pork, and then with lime all over it, and then just like kind of citrusy. Oh, it was amazing. What are we coming over to eat? Yeah. You hear that? You got to make carnitas now for the boys. Yeah, that's right. Come on, Mo. Come on, Mo. So yeah, I'm gonna go. So, yeah, my wife, Lisa, makes a uh, thin-cut pan-fried steak with bacon-wrapped, honey-glazed green beans. Ah, oh, you had me until green beans. Which is incredible. Well, that sounds good. It's no, not standard green beans. No, you got to think about their bacon-wrapped No, they're bacon-wrapped. They're, they're these long green beans. They're, that sounds good. They're a little crunchy. They're not the kind that come out of the can. So, like, snap? Yeah, like snap green beans. And you wrap them in bacon, then you honey glaze them, and you put pepper on top of that honey. 
and you throw them in the oven. That sounds awesome. While while you've got the steak going on the on the oven in the pan on, on the oven top, yeah, in the pan. Oh my gosh, man! I walk in the house and that aroma and the and the smell of everything cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, that, that's got to be that's got to be where I'm going. Uh, do you guys use um, iron skillet when you do steak like that? You have to go iron skillet. I love the, iron the one that's like hasn't been washed. In you 50 have years. to go. You don't iron, wash it. Oh, I know. Wait, no. Yeah. And it's got all, yeah, it's got all that buildup on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So we have I think three iron skillets. We use two of them all the time. Yeah. I mean, if we're cooking something, that's what we're cooking it in. Is yeah. Iron skillet. Yeah. And we don't wash it. You take um, salt. Yeah, salt, and you just kind of like scrub it, mm-hmm. um, and it seasons that skillet, and it is oh. spectacular. That's yeah. a southern thing. Um, a lot of people don't know, but yeah, if you don't use an iron skillet right now, go get you one uh, and start cooking in it. And, and the more you cook in it, the better it gets. Oh yeah, wait about ten years. Honestly, no. The, oh, be- yeah. the best place to go <laughs> is so like a, is like an antique store or a uh, yeah. or like a uh, what's it when they they sell stuff at a house a uh, like not an estate sale and like an estate sale, especially down here in the south. Yeah. Oh my god, you'll find. You know, anywhere from like a small like four inch all the way up to your yeah. big old sixteen inch yeah. Yeah. cast iron. If you don't have an iron skillet in your house, go get one. Keep it in your house. Yeah, your food's gonna taste a lot it's better. So much better. Yeah. Um, so if I if I had to pick one meal, I'm taking breakfast food. Um, oh, so man. biscuits and gravy, nice eggs, bacon, nice. sausage, man, I forgot pancakes. About that. That's my favorite. We went and ate at Cracker Barrel last night because I love breakfast food. And they mm-hmm. serve breakfast food man, all day long. Breakfast for dinner. Oh, I Why love is it. Breakfast so much better at know. night than it is in the morning. <laughs> I like it all times of day. Yeah, man. I eat breakfast food constantly. Are you pancake or are you like French toast? Just depends on my mood. Uh, most of the time, I'm going biscuits and gravy. Okay. Love biscuits and gravy. Um, I'm diabetic, so I can't eat both biscuits and gravy and pancakes. I got to pick one or the other, right? <laughs> well, you can. Just you'd probably be your last meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crank that pump up a little bit, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. a pump. And pancakes, butter, syrup, better at night. I mean, I love it in the morning. Don't get. I, I eat breakfast every morning, but yeah. there's something about breakfast for dinner. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Man. I don't. I don't like pancakes. I'm a. I'm French toast. Yeah. But I. I, I do want bacon try or sausage. Bacon. Doug. I'm going uh, thick cut peppered bacon, mm. like the uh, yes. Pettigene. Yeah, Pettigene. Oh, yeah. Gosh, their peppered yeah. bacon mm-hmm. is some of the best I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Pettigene makes some really good ham and yeah. bacon, and which oh, I yeah. guess technically is ham. Well, it's not a ham. Well, but it's pig. But it's not ham. No, it's pork belly. No. Oh, I went to a restaurant um, when me and Mo went out to the bay and got a side of bacon. This shit was. I don't even want to say it was bacon. It was pork belly. Yeah. It was like thick cut. It, yeah, like this. But it was like you know. wide. Like it was thick, yeah. but it was also Big wide. Jump. Yeah. I mean, it had to be a half inch thick wide, and then where like, was this? In the bay, in uh, Oakland, and it had like road an trip. inch and a half of just fat. <laughs> you go road trip to California road for trip. pork belly. Oh, yeah. An yeah. inch and a half of fat, and it was just oh, it was oh and it just melts in your mouth. So good. Yeah, yeah it's so good. Yep, and just one of those little breakfast. Food. I mean, and it's the breakfast food you can find at like those little, just like dive, you know, little restaurants. They yeah. always do the best ones. Oh yeah, well, it's because they got them the greasy grill, you know. Well, that's like why <laughs> I mean, clean in ten years. Well, that's why Waffle House. No matter where you go, Waffle House always tastes amazing. Amazing. Well, I wouldn't call it amazing, but it's <sighs> good. Waffle House is amazing. 
Um, so an interesting thing with Waffle House, have you guys heard of their uh, FEMA uses the Waffle House Index? Yep. You heard of this, Doug? I have no clue. Yeah, okay, no, it's so really good. Waffle House is usually the last restaurant to close in a disaster area um, and the first to reopen because everybody in the company is on what they call a jump team. So if, if there's a natural disaster or something where basically people are, are out of their homes or don't have electricity, um, including like the president of the company, the top guy, he has an area that, that he goes to and they bring in generators, they bring in all kinds of food, and they start cooking immediately. As soon as they can get in without putting their employees in danger, they're open. And it may be like a, uh, you know, a, a shortened menu where it's just you know eggs and cheese and bacon, stuff like that. Um, or it may even be just cold cut sandwiches if they can't get electricity there yet. Um, but they are the very mm-hmm. first people open. So the director of FEMA, former director of FEMA, was in an area um, and they had been there like four or five days trying to get stuff back up and running um, and they didn't have a hot meal that whole time right they're just eating a bunch of cold cold meats and stuff like that stuff that wouldn't ruin and so um, he finds this waffle house and so they stop and the whole team stops and eats at this waffle house and so he starts talking to the guy that's running the place and um, he tells him we have a, a system so basically you've got green waffle house like on their system, it'll, it'll be green if it's a fully functional. It'll be yellow if it's a limited menu. And then it'll be red if it's closed. And so FEMA now taps into their system and looks at what Waffle Houses are open or closed and judges where they send what resources based on Waffle House. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? So another thing. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Who likes Waffle House? I like Waffle House. I love oh, Waffle yeah. House. Yeah. So how do you like your... Uh, your hash browns at Waffle House. You're oh, like what full, is it? Fully loaded. No, uh, let's see. Cheese, ham, and, and onions. I don't remember what it is. Smothered, smothered, chopped. covered, and oh, what is it? Smothered, covered, and loaded, or yeah, there's all kinds of different options. Man, I'm yeah, s- I like them with I'm, cheese, ham, and onions. I'm scattered, peppered. What is scattered? Scattered yes. is like when it's messy, not in yeah. the ring. Yep. Um, peppered with yeah, jalapenos. I like, I like mine with everything but the kitchen sink. You just give it to me. That would just throw it all in there. Fully loaded. Fully loaded. I'm peppered and countryed. What is that? Is uh, that the ham? No, peppered and country is jalapenos with uh, sausage gravy on top. <laughs> on, oh, on That's hash so browns. Good. That's mm-hmm. interesting. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're an Atlanta-based company, I believe. Yeah, I think so. If you go to the ballpark, the baseball park in Atlanta. The Braves. Stadium. The Braves. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Atlanta Braves. Do they have a Waffle House in the stadium? They have Waffle Houses in the stadium. Oh, yes. Now, they just yeah. built a new stadium. Is it in the new oh, one, too? I'm sure. I don't know if it's in the new stadium or not, but, I mean, it was such a big hit and a big thing in the where it was before. I can't see why they would not. I mean, yeah. could you imagine going to the ballpark? Hey, honey, seventh inning stretch. I'm going to go get us some Waffle House. Let's go get some Waffle House, baby. That's what I'm talking about. So one thing that I like that Waffle House does is their CEO, the board of directors, the president, vice president, all that, one day a year, they go to a restaurant and work, man the grill, take orders, all that kind of stuff. Like the biggest, some of the biggest uh, restaurants in the U.S., like the French Laundry, like all that stuff, they they want people who are um, chefs. They want them to work cooks. at yeah cooks. No, I mean like chefs at French Laundry and stuff like that. Yeah, they want I'm them. They want the cooks from. They Waffle want the House. cooks from Waffle House yeah. because 
Waffle House doesn't use tickets. They use just by call order and yes. local only. I mean, well, so there's a trick to it. Do you know the trick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, the they plates set, are they color set the coded. Plate, yeah, yeah. And so based on how they set the plate, mm-hmm. it tells them what they're making. Mm-hmm. And so they have a system. They just memorize a system, right? right? A but red they, ring on the plate. It means, is a call order. And if you don't want somebody hollering in your ear, you <laughs> may not want to go there. But that's part of the experience. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Waffle House. Do you like Denny's? No, I don't either. Denny's. Nobody goes right, to I'm nobody gonna, goes gonna, to Denny's. You end up at Denny's. Right, yeah, you go to give, Denny's after a long night of drinking. I'm going to give Denny's the response I give to cigars that are just okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my dad used to go to Denny's all the time and stay there like till three, four in the morning in the corner playing backgammon with his friends. <laughs> like backgammon. Backgammon. I love backgammon, yeah. but at Waffle House or at uh, Denny's. Well, I never played at Denny's, but I do love, I love, I love backgammon. Denny's, eh. Yeah. All right, well, let's touch back on the cigar for a little bit. Um, have you guys done a retrohale on this thing yet? Nice and peppery. Ooh, Ooh like you. Got some spice. What I like about this cigar, I like a lot of breadiness to my cigars. So I can lay my cigar down, and while I'm waiting to pick my cigar up again, have a, a, a nice breadiness. Does that make sense on my tongue? It's a thick, almost like yeah. a sourdough type thing going Yeah, so on. that's very common yeah. in the Criollo yeah. um, wrappers. You get kind of that like toasty yeah, flavor. That, that, that charred bread. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. I wouldn't even call it charred, just toasted. Yeah. Um, I guess it, well, no, charred would be like. Charred is like. F- flamed. No, charred like kind of burnt ends a little. A little. Yeah, I wouldn't call it burnt. It doesn't taste burnt well, to no, me. no, it's charred. No. It's, it's toasty. Toasty. Yeah, it's, it's definitely toasty. I like to revamp it. Like it's, it's toasty. <laughs> it's bready. It's. Aaron's got to use a hipster term, so he used charge. <laughs> I want to tell you something, guys. I haven't smoked. I'm. <clears throat> put it bluntly. I'm digging this cigar, guys. I really am. That's that's really bluntly. I mean, smoke it. You know, smoke it if you got them. Yeah. We yeah. got them. We got them. Yeah, it's good. Very oily. Just a beautiful cigar. Now, since since you. You've said that you are a Christoph fan, but not a Lancero fan, and you've had this one before in the Matador or whatever. Which one do you think you like a little bit more? Uh, don't do that to me. <laughs> no, i got to put it bluntly, <laughs> as you say. Lancero. Oh! oh the non-Lancero guy. Boom! We're, yeah. we're, we're changing lives on there this show. There you go. All right. Well, I think it's that time, Aaron. That time. So tonight we did it a little differently because originally Doug wasn't going to be on the show. He was just going to hang out. So I was like, you know what? Here, you pick it. So you actually know what the question is. I, I have, do know what it is. I have no idea. So Let I'm Doug to, read it. I'm I'll about, read it. You want to read it? Yeah. yeah, because I know what it is. You don't. I would like to. The listeners may not be able to hear your reaction, but I can see it, and I want to see your reaction to this. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Million dollars but. Every time you cross a black cat, you shed all of your skin like a snake. Oh, oh man. Boom. Yeah, I'd probably take that. It'd be gross. You got to shed your skin every time. I mean, yeah, but you have skin underneath. Like a snake. You got to think about like a fresh snake. Fresh skin, but do you know how tender fresh skin is? No, it, it, not if you're like a snake, it wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, it'd probably yeah, the be. The question goes if you shed your skin like yeah. a snake. So actually you'd probably it would be more irritating you'd be like, to have the outer skin not come off. You'd be like super pink, like that real fresh skin. No. Like, like underneath the fingernail kind of No, it wouldn't be the same. But think about this. 
I mean, we're all pretty much married here. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, we're working on Aaron, but he's yeah, getting close. Aaron, Aaron's almost there. Just what, what Aaron, two months? Six weeks. Six, Six weeks. weeks from being married. So we're all married here. But let's say we're all single. We're out on a date. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And we're trying to pick up this chick, you know. We, well, we're that's thinking, not the question, though. But, but no, think about it, though. I get what you're saying, but think that's not the it, question. Though. You're driving down the road, a black cat crosses the road, and you're with this girl for the first time. You're driving, and all of a sudden you start shedding your skin in front of her. What if she has a black cat? Uh, well, we don't go to her house. <laughs> Boom. Forget it. <laughs> Story's over. I'm still taking the money. Somebody will love you, no matter your your shetty skin. <laughs> I mean, in my situation, my wife's going to love me no matter what. I'm taking the money. Yeah, I'm taking the money. Yeah, yeah I can't tell you the last time I saw a black cat. So yeah, it's not going to happen often. Yeah, there's one in my neighborhood. Halloween it would be Halloween about, would be a bitch though because you see them all the time. Well, it happens about once a week. Uh, the neighbor there's a black cat that roams my neighborhood. So it's so going to be different for everybody. Yeah, you're just going to yeah. be super exfoliated every day. <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna have all this dead skin you gotta clean up all the time. Think about that. Now is it like one giant sheet or is it like flaky? It well, doesn't a matter. A snake is usually a long, long sheet. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. okay. But it breaks you can't just pick it up because it just breaks off into a million. I, w- I would pieces. do it because I wanna see like what my tattoos would look like. <laughs> you know, be as tattooed. They would, would fade. Would come with You'd it. have to go get them redone every I'm, time. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. That would Ooh, suck. I don't know. What are you doing? That would suck on Taking tattoos. Taking the money or not, Mr. Tattoo. I'll take the money. Yeah, Taking the I'll take money. It. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm taking the money. It, it That one's not that bad. It's funny, but it's not that bad. It, it is funny. funny. It's funny to I think mean, about. All right, think about shedding your skin. Well, it's, yeah. like, it's like, you know, you've seen Goldmember, haven't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Austin Powers, where he, like, peels himself, and he's like, ah, He eats it, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're not going to stick it in your mouth, right? Oh, you did. Like, it would probably feel good. Yeah. But... Kind of gross. It is kind of gross. I would still take it. Yeah, I would I, too. I haven't seen a black cat. I watch. We're gonna like see a black cat tonight leaving the. There's the one. Shop. I'm telling you, in my neighborhood. Come by. You'll see it. <laughs> Promise. It and happens. it's usually at night. It happens for me. It doesn't happen often. A couple of nights ago, I saw a black cat. I drove my car right past it, so I crossed it. I would have shed my skin right there as I was driving in my truck. You get home and Lisa's like, "You're so smooth." <laughs> Well, that might work out pretty good for me. You're so pink. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I mean, that's. I think everybody's going to take that one. Yeah, should. I don't know. I think be, on, be honest, people. <laughs> oh, trust me, they usually are. Oh yeah. <laughs> we, we've said we we've got some ruthless listeners. So, did you hear? You haven't listened to last week's episode yet. I have not. So, Aaron asked this question. And he said, he, "There's two questions, and he and he thinks it's the same question. Do you remember what this is? Is a, a hot dog, oh, a taco, yeah, or something yeah. like that? Like, okay, um, would you classify Neapolitan ice cream as one flavor or three? Two flavors. Two. Well, it what? can't be two. There's, there's three. Two flavors. Okay, we're How gonna is have it two. Go on. I do not like strawberry ice cream. So every time I go into Neapolitan, I get vanilla and chocolate, and that's it. I leave the strawberry to the side. You don't. You just don't eat it. I don't eat the strawberry. Strawberry chocolate, forget it. I mean, strawberry ice cream, forget it. I'm not doing it. So it's like 
almost vanilla like chocolate, chocolate, two flavors. So it's almost like my song, "Death of a Strawberry." You just death, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> death That's of strawberry awesome. ice cream. Wait, wait, is that the dance, Gavin? Dance? <laughs> oh my gosh, man! We've come full circle, boys. I know. <laughs> so you consider it three separate flavors? I do, uh, without a doubt. So have you ever got like a, a vanilla ice cream cone? You can get a chocolate ice cream cone, but you can get a twist, mm-hmm. which is vanilla chocolate. Two different flavors. No, it's one flavor. No, it's two it, different. No. So that no, was my look point. At the, look at the description. I understand what you're saying, but my look, point was, like, say you go get... I, so my palate is so strong, I can distinguish no. the two flavors. No. Talking about coming full circle. Boom. <laughs> so let's say you go Boom. get rainbow sherbet. See, What but, flavor is that? But here's Okay, here's the thing. Rainbow sherbet, though, all the rainbow sherbet I've had, it's kind of mixed in. Whereas Neapolitan, it's distinctly so, separate. It depends on how you eat it. The rainbow sherbet is like a fine cigar. It's very complex. <laughs> well, you can't really okay. distinguish all of the, the flavor notes that are going on, but you know they're there. So what about like a strawberry cheesecake ice cream? Okay. I don't know. But I do know this. A chocolate concrete from Freddy's. With cheesecake mixed in is really <laughs> awesome. Okay, so the other awesome. part of this that, that I thought was the weird part. So we disagree. I think I think it's one flavor. But anyways, the other question he asked is, it's he goes, that's the same question as saying, is a hot dog a sandwich? That's not the same question, right? Do you see, do you see my point on this? Like, uh, those are wait. two separate questions. I never knew this show could be so difficult. <laughs> you, you never knew this show could be so dumb. Oh, no, this lady. is deep, boys. This is, <laughs> this right. is deep thought. See, and I say a hot dog is more like a taco than a sandwich. But that's, that's not the point. The no, point it's is, not even close to a is taco. it the same question? He's saying it's basically asking the same question. All right, repeat, repeat it to me. Is Neapolitan one flavor or three flavors? And is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying, hey, do you walk to school or do you carry your lunch? <laughs> I mean, exactly. It's not the same question. (laughs) He's exactly right. It's not the same question. (laughs) It's not. It's not the same question. If there's an award for like podcasts, (laughs) I want to nominate us. (laughs) Get it together, buddy. Oh, goodness. It's not the same question, Aaron. You're crazy. So next week, we're having a special guest? Yeah. Um, so we're coming up on uh, the beginning of preseason football. Um, so we've got a former NFL superstar, uh, as, as we like to call him, uh-huh. but um, Gary Lewis. Gary um, with two R's. Yeah, with two R's. Um, played for the Raiders, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, um, throughout the 90s. Mm-hmm. Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, he played for a couple different teams. Cowboys. Um, he was a cornerback um, in the '90s, so we're gonna have him on to talk about uh, you know what it's like to be a rookie in the league, um, what it's like once you've been in for a few years. You kind of consider one of those veteran guys, mm-hmm. um, training camp, preseason, all that stuff. So yeah, um, should we, be a really really cool episode. Yeah, with a Hall of Fame game coming up, the first I think. That sounds right. August the first, the first yeah. is the first. I mean, so technically, like. We record on Sunday. It's Sunday right now. So this is actually the, like the last Sunday without football yeah. until like the mid-February or so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have him on, and we're also going to be smoking the uh, Camacho Triple Maduro. Um, I know that's one that he, he really likes. So we're going to go with the Triple Maduro for that one. Yeah, so we're really looking forward to that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be really cool. Make sure you tune in. 
um, and get some insight from that guy, former NFL guy. So. Yeah, you know, Gary's a good guy. He's he is. a customer of West End Cigars. Um, he likes his big ring gauge cigars. Yeah. Uh, 60 ring gauge. Um, couldn't ask for a better guy. Um, yeah, super he's down He's known around here a lot of times as the professor. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's, uh, he works for UAPB. Yeah, University uh, of Arkansas he's a recruiter at Pine Bluff. and a professor at uh, University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. So yeah. yeah. So if anybody has any questions, you know, they want to find out from a former NFL football player, you know, reach out to us and we'll yeah, yeah, send them to us on we'll social media. We'll we'll make sure we ask. All right, Doug. Well, thanks for being on the episode. You were definitely entertaining, buddy. Thank you guys for having me. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. We will see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>